to the larger point, what is going on with your energy? And what we can, the way that we can ask that is, like, what are you, from what place are you living from? Like, is it a place of um, scarcity or abundance? Is it a place of fear or faith? Like, where are you living from? Is it a place of desperation or trust? Like, you have to look at, like, one, where you're living from, and then the other part is, what are you, what are your actions kind of uh, creating in terms, not, not just the fruits of, like, you know, the external, but, like, in terms of, like, the purification process, like, what are you doing to make sure that your energy is pure through your yoga, meditation, journaling, like, um, through taking 10 shots in 15 minutes, like, you have to look at, like, our energy, energy, we, I think it's best to kind of see it as, like, this neutral, that we then either, um, pump into it, like, positive, or pump into it negative. Energy itself is just the vessel, and so you have to then look at, like, what am I doing, and, like, to create this energy. Yeah, I would say I'm trying to be, like, very trusting and have faith. I'm actually joining a, like, Christian group at the church that I've talked to you about on Fridays, so I'm kind of excited for that. The, uh, True North? True North. Yeah, yeah, I'm joining a group with my girlfriend, so that should be fun. But as what far is the group? as... It's, like, mindful dating in, oh, like, right. Jesus's... Oh, oh, but not like a singles thing. I don't think it's a singles group. It said like, um, for like all people, whether you're single or in a relationship, okay. it's basically going to, we're talking about how to like date with the eyes of God. Okay. Kind of thing. And I thought for right now I could really use that because I've been having some funky stuff going on in my relationship. Yeah. Um, I think I've been acting kind of like coming from like a fearful place. Like you said, um, I've been having weird thoughts and I feel like it's my self-sabotage coming up because on New Year's, I made the intention to like be more authentic, like you said. Yes. And literally New Year's Day, I lied to Nick's face (laughs) and I was like, shit, like it's just like a habit I guess and what was the lie it was something really stupid it was like I left my phone at my girlfriend's house and I picked it up and like hours later he asked me if I got my phone and I said no and then it was just like a weird stupid lie so when that happened I felt horrible like I felt my throat closing up like I felt my stomach clench because it just didn't feel like loving to lie to him so the next day, I admitted I lied to him. I was like, listen, I have to tell you something. I haven't been truthful. And I'm sure his first thought was like, you're cheating on me. <laughs> like, you've been talking to someone else. And I was like, I lied to you. Like, I really did get my phone. But I felt so much shame when I was talking to him about it. And I was, like, humiliated that that day I didn't even want to see him. Like, when I saw him for the first time, before admitting I lied to him, I couldn't even look him in the eye. And I just started getting these, like, 
weird thoughts that it happened with John. When I would do something fucked up to John, I would get mad at him. Of course. And so I started having these thoughts about Nick. I'm like, I don't even want a boyfriend anymore. Like, I just want to be single. And maybe I just won't see him for the rest of the week. And then I told him, and he was very, like, understanding and cool about it. But I still, I think in my mind, thought it's going to change the way he sees me. Like, he's not going to have as much respect for me. Um, because you lied to him. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I was proud of myself that I fessed up to it. Because in the past, I probably wouldn't have done that. So then... I think you have to... Alright, so you're, you had this intention of being authentic. And there, right off the bat, there was, you know, immediate resistance in you to be authentic. Yeah. You're actively, in real time... Trying to sabotage your relationship. You think with I Nick. am? Fuck. I know, I think I am too. Because I've had so many thoughts. I'm like, feel like I'm. The last few days, I didn't see him, and I was like, feeling like I'm getting bored. And like we've been the dating. Yeah. Like, I feel like I want to be single again. But well, he makes me so happy. Like, he's so great. But I think that one of the things you're. Well, let me just say this. You're, there's a part of you that thrives off of drama. Yeah, I know. And, and I don't know Nick, so I'm, but I'm just off of like what you've said. It sounds like he he's not interested. Like he's, from your description, very grounded, just like yeah. not looking to, you know, fight all the time. Like no. he's like looking to have a mature, healthy relationship. And you're, there's the part of you that's looking to have that drama-filled, you know, um, relationship. And, you know, so when you're saying you're getting bored, it sounds like, you know, healthy just isn't doing it for you anymore. I know, and it's really hard to not get mad at myself. Because I'm like, I notice it, but it's very frustrating. Because I'm like, why? I just like... I don't know. I've been having these thoughts, like, that I want to push him away, and I've been taking longer to answer him, and it just doesn't feel right, because when I'm with him, like, he's so, he's like all the qualities I could want to be. Like, he's, he's honestly great on every level, and I just feel like I want to destroy it and be single. (laughs) It's like... It's like you're afraid to be loved. Yeah. I know. And I was even talking to my girlfriend, Ashleen, about, like, moving. Because she wants to move to, like, Arizona. And I know, like, I could move. But realistically, like, it wouldn't be financially smart since I'm unemployed and (laughs) everything. But I could. And I told Nick, I'm like, I really want to move. And he's like, I, I would come with you. Like, I don't want you to leave me. And I was like, no. Like, I want you to stay here. I want to move. And you not come with me. <laughs> and I'm just, I don't understand it. You know, it's just kind of annoying that I finally found this guy that, like, I always said I want. Okay. And then I have him and I'm looking to just destroy it. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, you you are so uncomfortable in healthy, and I think you're so un and within healthy is being actually loved. Yeah. And it's such a like I I I'm gonna use this word. I think that you have to kind of see it this way. It's such a frightening notion for you because at some like this type of healthy requires you to now also like be healthy to be open to go deeper like somebody like John there's you don't have to worry about like having your heart really broken because you never really got you knew that you were never going to get that close emotionally yeah and with um Nick. Nick. <laughs> I, I think I called him Chris. Yeah. yeah. Um, with Nick, like, you're seeing that, like, he wants to love you. He wants you to be, like, he wants to be close. And he's emotionally available for that. And it's, and there's parts of you that I think want that also. And that terrifies you. And so, therefore, it is. You're going to this place of let me blow this up before I actually, um, you know, have my heart fully invested and then risk having my heart broken. Yeah. I know. Because Nick is the first guy that I've actually really cared about. Like, I cared about John, I cared about my ex, Jack, but being with Nick makes me realize I was never actually in love with Jack because he was so abusive. It's like it was only a one-way thing and I feel like real like sacred union love is reciprocal because with like an abusive person you think you're head over heels in love with them but it's really just the trauma. (laughs) So with Nick it's just like a new experience and I just kind of doubt my capacity to be in like a long-term healthy relationship. Because you don't trust that you're healthy enough. Yeah, I just kind of, kind of question, like, how do you know if something's really not serving you or if it's just you trying to self-sabotage? This is you trying to self-sabotage. That's how you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because you look at your, you can look at, you have to look at your behaviors. If something's not serving you, it's not going to be coming from your own destructive behaviors. It's going to be coming from the behaviors of the external thing. And, and like, there's going to be this sense of this no longer feels like it is like it should. But it's not going to be because of your outward behaviors. You're going to be feeling it internally. Your outward behaviors are pointing towards things that are actively going against building this relationship. Challenging on an emotional level, and and I, but the the part that I want you to see behaviorally, like you have to, you have to have the the willingness and the um, 
courage to kind of be able to spot and call yourself out, like, at a very conscious and intentional level. Like, notice this is what I'm feeling inclined to do. And having the humility to say my inclination is to sabotage this. And so I need to be willing to push myself in the other direction. So if my inclination is to lie, I, I need to push myself to tell the truth. My inclination is to like, I want to go through his phone. I, you have to kind of have that self-control and ability to say what, what I feel like I'm kind of inclined to do. I need to almost do the opposite in certain situations. Because he really does make me want to be, like, a better person. He, I've never heard him complain. And here I am with him. I'm, like, complaining 24-7. And then, like, he's never said anything bad about anyone ever. And he just, like, makes me want to be better. But there's still that part of me. Like, oh, the other day I woke up and I felt like starting a fight with Nick for no reason. He, like, texted me. He's like, good morning, the love of my life. And I was just like, ignore and then I was just like going through my mind. I'm like, what can I start a fight over? Like a little kid because he he's not into drama, like you said. So it's like, I'm so used to chaos that when there is none, I'm like, where can I? Where can I attract it? Yeah, create it? it's fucked up because he doesn't deserve that. And I don't want to take my shit out on him like I did with John. It's not fair. It's not how you should treat people. And part of me keeps saying, like, he should just break up with me because he's better off without me. Like, I'm going to bring him down. All of that is all part of your... Like, that's how I'm... I'm when you ask, how do I know if it's self-sabotaging or it's no longer serving me? In this case, and in some cases, it might be kind of not as clear. Um, in this case, it's super clear because of what you just described. Like... You're looking for ways to get into fights with him. You're you're looking to do things that are gonna get him to start thinking, oh maybe I should break up with her. Like you're trying to create this drama in this situation where he breaks up with you. Yeah. For no other reason than you can't you're so uncomfortable being loved in a healthy way. No, please. I really love the harshness because it's what I have to hear. Like, I'd rather you just say it. I agree. I just, I think like you said, when I want to do something, do the opposite. As long as it's coming from like a... Yeah, when you're coming, you know when you're coming from that fear-based sabotage place. Like, and, and so you, you would have to be able to spot that. Not to judge yourself or beat yourself up. Because this is the very thing you're working on healing. Okay, so you notice it. Great, it's better to notice it than to not notice it and end up in a fight with him. Notice, like, so in, in that case, right? Like, he said to you, good morning, love of my life, and your initial thought is, oh, what can I do to piss him off? Or, like, <laughs> I'm going to ignore it. That thought comes through. Allow it to come through. Okay, like, I, that's... I, I get that. Um, I know I have a tendency to try to kind of create this drama. 
you need to then move through that and then think, all right, so what should I do instead? Good morning, love. Great to hear, you know, great to hear from you. Can't wait to see you. Like, then you need to respond with that response, which is the opposite of, I'm going to ignore him or I'm just going to write hi or something like that. <laughs> yeah. I know. It's just, I'm very confusing. I really confuse myself. It's like, I feel kind of all over the place right now. And it's really, I guess it's disappointing. Because I'd like to think I've come so far, but then things come up and you're just like, fuck, I'm back to square one. Well, we're never back to square one. Yeah. We just, sometimes we are revisiting things, but we're revisiting it at a deeper place. You, as for as long as we've been working together, which I don't even know how long it's been now. I think it's been like a year and a half. Something like, okay. Yeah. Um... You've never had to deal with this, with with being loved by somebody that it was like a healthy, um, you know, opportunity for a deep relationship. Yeah, I know. It's a first for me. So and, and so you're struggling with all of the things that you need to be struggling with: your own self worth of deserving him, not feeling like you're just this toxic person that's going to take him down and, and like you don't deserve to be loved by him. You're struggling with receiving his love. You're struggling with your tendency to try to sabotage and create drama. Um, all good things to be struggling with. In that the struggle means they're not, they don't have as much control over you as they did in the past. Because in the past, they would be operating and it wouldn't be a battle. It would just be, I'm going to do this, I'm going to pick this fight, I'm going to, like, you wouldn't be wrestling with it so much. So the fact that you're wrestling with it means that you're trying to work through it. But just remembering that it, you can't just work through this in your head. You need to kind of put the focus on working through it in your thoughts and your emotions, but then in your behaviors. Pushing yourself to um, respond in the opposite direction of what these, you know, uh, other emotional you know, states are kind of saying, all right, ignore them or do this. Like, you need to be willing. It goes back to kind of like what the woman was saying. Like, you've been sending resumes out all week. I want you to do the opposite. Don't send any. Like, you need to shift the behaviors. Can I give you an example? Because I don't know what the behavior for this would be. We go to the gym together, and Nick is very into fitness. A fitness guy and I I like working out but I'm not one of those like gym girls so we go to the gym together and he's on this like dip machine or something I don't know for like your tricep and this girl comes up to him and starts talking to him and she was one of those like Instagram fitness people that has like her belly out and like a sports bra and like we get it you have a nice body and that's coming from insecurity so she starts talking to him and I'm like like, she better fucking get away. Because Nick, 
a long time ago, he's like, I always thought that I would end up with a girl that looked like she had to go to the gym like seven days a week. So I know he likes these athletic girls. So I started getting so pissed off in my mind. I was like, I'm just going to break up with him later because I know he wants to be with a girl that looks like that and like, look at me. I'm not like a fit chick. So I started getting so mad in my mind that like, I didn't act on it in any way. I guess I just felt more like ashamed of how I look and compared myself to that girl. So what would be like an action? Is that more self-talk or would I communicate with him? Like I'm feeling really bad about myself right now. Well, the, the, the first part would be noted, recognizing the thoughts towards the insecurity. Then, the, then it would be noticing where it's coming from. Like it's my own insecurity in my own body. Right? Like, so that's the first part. Then the behavioral part would be if you then all right so for, I'm not even I'm not talking to him the rest of the day or whatever like wherever you go from I'm so pissed I'm gonna break up with him or and then you start getting that attitude and now like well we were supposed to go out to lunch after you know the gym and now it's like I don't want to go just drop me off at home yeah. like is that like <laughs> I don't know what happened but like being being very attentive to not taking your insecurities, your fears, your thoughts, and then creating your behavior off of them. So, if you have, so just kind of like, whatever that, um, so the, the opposite behavior is going to be based off of like, what your actual instinctual behavior is. So if you're like, like I was saying, so if, if afterwards, like I don't know how the day was supposed to go, but making sure that you're not changing what you're doing because of your own insecurity and your own fear. Because he didn't, like, you know, assuming, you know, he didn't do anything wrong. It's all coming no. from, from you. So that's that would be the, the opposite thing is, like, you know, like I remember you spoke about um, when you went to go watch that fight and then you didn't talk to him the whole way home. Like, those types of things, like, you need to catch yourself and say, alright, this, my instinct is to ignore him, and, and so I need to, I need to be willing to talk to him, I need to, like, push myself in the other direction. Yeah. Do you think I should communicate that, though? I don't want to appear, like, I kind of am a crazy girl. I don't want him to... I don't want him to know just yet. Yeah. Yeah. Um... Well, do I think that you should talk to him about what? About that specific thing or just... Yeah, like the thoughts that are going through my head. Like, I think you're talking to another girl or I... The girl was talking to you. Like, were you flirting with her? No. I don't want to be accusatory because it's it's just me projecting my shit onto yeah. him. It's, it's all your own stuff. Yeah. So instead of... And... The reason I say no is because there's nothing that he's going to say that's actually going to make you feel better. Yeah. He's, you know, anything that you say in that, anything you say in that state of mind, you're going to assume he's lying. Of course he's just saying that, you know, she was just talking about the machine. Like, of course, you know, he's, <laughs> he's going to deny, you know, that anything's going on between him and my friend. Yeah. Because you're, you're not in a state to actually hear anything other than what you want to hear. So it, it 
you need to put the focus on processing your thoughts and your emotions, not with judgment. There's nothing wrong. Like you didn't do anything wrong by getting insecure, but you need to recognize that this is because I'm feeling insecure. And me feeling insecure doesn't mean that he did anything wrong. It's funny because, like, last month, I was reading a book by um, Marianne Williamson, Return to Love. Okay. And You're really on a Marianne Williamson uh, Yeah, book. I am. I just read Healing the Soul of America, which was really relevant and really good. But in my mind, after I finished reading the book, I was like, all right, la-di-da. Like, I'm going to be in this loving, conscious relationship. I can't wait to be in, like, a healthy relationship and treat him, like, so kindly. And it's, like, not that easy. <laughs> no, it's not easy. In theory, it is, but... It's not easy. Um, it takes being very intentional. It takes changing the behavior. Like, we think that, like, all right, I'm, this is what I want, so now it just should automatically happen. No, we need to have that as our intention and, like, our focus. But then in order to actually get there, we need to weave through our kind of defaults, which are the insecurity, the self-sabotage, the um, kind of like drama, and move through all those without judgment, arrive at a healthier thought, and then at a healthier behavior. Like we have to be willing to go through that whole process to get to then, all right, so my, you know, I'm feeling how dare he talk to this girl, I'm just going to break up with him. I'm going to tell him to just drop me off at home. Oh, God, that's crazy. This is just my own insecurity. I, you know, all right, it's all right. Like, he didn't do anything wrong. Um, let me just kind of, like, focus on, you know, my own workout. And then, all right, we're supposed to go out for lunch. Let me just, you know, be loving and kind towards him because he didn't do anything wrong. It's my own stuff. And then you arrive at a place where you're out to lunch and you're able to have fun because you've worked through this whole first part. Yeah, I'm not used to that because in my last relationship, whenever that shit would happen, I'd just start a fight. We would argue and then I would ignore him and then a few days later he would just be like, are you, are we going to talk? Like, <laughs> yeah. So. So yeah, you're trying to kind of like learn how to handle this with wisdom and maturity. Yeah. It shouldn't come easily or naturally something that you have to keep learning and working just remember that it's you want to do all of this without judgment don't beat yourself up the fact that you're engaging in it and moving through it is what means you're getting healthier yay 